Welcome to Interviews, hosted by Randy Goodman, Harvey Callis Real Estate, your real estate professional. Get to know our community, our businesses, products, and services that will elevate your life. Please welcome your hostess, Randy Goodman. Hey everybody, it's Randy Goodman from Harvey Callis Real Estate, and I am excited to be here with Terrence Lushington, who is a transformational coach, and we're going to find out all about that. Terrence, thank you so much for being with me here. You're very, very welcome. Thank you for taking the time. Well, I'm excited to hear about you. So tell us a little bit about what you're passionate about, what you do. Well, let me get the glasses on just in case I forget. Well, <laughs> I do, you know, I do so much, but unfortunately, with time, we've got to change things. So originally, actually, my whole format is I'm a transformational coach. Uh, I'm a mentor, and I do I help training in different faucets. I help people in, in the speaking capacity, and I'm also a business facilitator to help businesses. Um, that's that's just a little bit about me on the outside. Love it. So give us a little more detail on what exactly that means. So how do you help people? Uh, you know, what might they be looking for or lacking in order right. to work with you, be the best candidate? Well, it, it breaks into a few categories, right? So basically a person comes and says, uh, I'm talking from the business prospect. If they come and they say they want some assistance in that area of how to guide them, how to train them, I help them with that formation. On a one-on-one -on -one basis, if somebody wants to help in transformation, that's the insight of me that comes out. And that's what we're talking about to help people on an individual basis. And I take a lot of pressure and pride and experience to help anybody in that arena. Okay, I love that. I love that. So is this something that you always did, Terrence? Or like, let's take it back to school days. Is this like what you studied originally? Or tell us a little bit about your journey. Oh, I love that. Well, it's, it, it's good to have some time. So my journey is actually, I'm, I, I'm, I'm one of those rare, rare people. I'm probably 0.00004% of people on the earth who are Anglo-Saxons, Anglo-Indians, or Eurasians. So we're basically, I was born in Pakistan, believe it or not, and I've lived my life there. And out there, the, the struggle to be a Christian uh, is, is part of the growing up phase. So it transforms you. So I was fortunate uh, to, be, to be born in a middle-class family. And I, I, did my, I had my education there. I did, uh, I did my BA in economics. And uh, I always, always wanted to just do something in business, use my brain, use my mind. I had that oof about me that I knew there was something gifted in me that I could do. Unfortunately, my father from the old tradition wouldn't perceive that and said, you've got to study, you've got to go to college, you've got to get a job, and that's it, you know? So we'll <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> so that's basically that point. If you want to go further, then I can take the vision further for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of us can resonate with our parents wanting us to go a certain way, right? So true, so true. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So dad wanted you one way, you wanted another way. So where did you end up going? Well, actually, uh, it's interesting because my dad, he never wanted me to business. He never, ever wanted. He wanted me to have a job and have salary. So what I did is while I was in school and while I was in college, I, I used to invent stuff. And then I used to go and and do selling of those items to people that didn't know what the hell I was selling. So <laughs> just the thought got some action. And then what I did is 
I did something interesting that I, I knew my dad being a mechanical engineer. I said, dad, why don't I go ahead, look for bikes, you fix them, I'll sell them. Right. So in my, in my reign of, uh, I, I think from the age of 16 to about 22, I sold about 46 or 47 bikes and about 26 cars, just wow. on the side, making him a lot of money. Wow. And that was, that was something inspiring for me because he would take it, break it apart, put it together. I would do all the other work and he would sell it and make, I mean, 10 times more money than we spent. So he was a happy camper there, but still he wanted me to have a job. Right. <laughs> so funny, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that, you know, he's a mechanical engineer in those days, in the 60s, he was making 3,000 rupees a month, which is a lot of money, right? I was making him 20,000 a month, but it was wow. not enough. It was, he said, no, I don't want the 20,000. Go get a job for 400. Oh. And I said, but that, that doesn't make sense, yeah. you know? <laughs> but, you know, and he was, he was really hard about it. He never, ever said, and I hate to say this, rest his soul, that I'm a success story. Well, he said, no, you didn't listen to what I told you to do. Right. <laughs> well, well it's, part of, it's part of those British ideologies of growing up, you know, by, by the word and by the whip. But I did something unique, and I have to say that. And you can please stop me if my time is limited. So what I did is being a white boy and being able to speak English, and I said, I've got something unique that I can use in this, in this country that I was born. So what I would do is I'd go to the American embassies, and I used to bribe the guards 20 rupees or 50 rupees. And I'd say, listen, tell me whenever one of the embassy people are leaving. And then I would go in the house and I'd go to them, knock on the door, and I would say, good evening, good morning, sir. I'm a young gentleman. I'm going to my studies. I'm doing university. I'm going to college. I need to get some money on the side. I heard you're leaving. Would you like to sell any of your items? And I used to buy all of the items at a fraction of a cost, and I used to auction them the next day to all the vendors in the vicinity. Good for you. <laughs> That's where the auctioneer came in me. You know what? So made... You gotta get creative, right? Oh, I'm telling you, if, wow. you had, if you had seen my parents' home, my parents' home, I tell you, it had the best of the best. There was nothing my parents did not have because I got it all from the Americans. I got it dirt cheap, and we had the best. And then we still made money on top of that. Well, you know what? That's the best. Okay, that's awesome. So you're definitely a serial entrepreneur. So what happened <laughs> after that? Well, after that, uh, I, you know, I, I fell in love and I was ready to get married, but I wasn't ready because my father still said, you got to get a job if you want to get married. <laughs> so I said, okay, dad, my uncle in the meantime sponsored me from Canada. His name is uh, Brian Maroli, rest his soul. He used to be in the oil over here and he sponsored me. And I said, listen, here's an opportunity. Let me go and expand myself where daddy's not around. You know? Because <laughs> I, I kept saying, he's, he's holding me back. I love the man. I love my dad, but he's holding me back from what I am. And then I came here and I got engaged before I came. And I promised uh, my in-laws that I'd come back in seven, eight months and I would get married and bring my wife back with me. And I did that. I did three jobs. Uh, I saved $10,000 in the early 70s. And I went back home and I got married and came back, even though they were from a decent, wealthy family. But I just said, I want to be here. 
And my in-laws, rest his soul, he, he told me, he said, why don't you stay here? I have a house, I have a gas station, I have employees, I have seven servants. I said, I'm marrying your daughter, not your wealth. Right. And uh, I, I should have gone the other way. But <laughs> I would have, I would have had, a, had a good life. <laughs> but anyways, it, 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 it bore me uh, for my wife, two beautiful kids, a son and a daughter. Uh, proudly to say my, both my kids are excellent, uh, doing very well. Uh, my daughter turned, uh, she won Miss India Canada in 1995 so it was a great medal on my shoulder to see my girl go off stage and and win um you know unfortunately things happen uh not from my side but the marriage did break down and uh, kids went their own way and i was away from them for a while okay. but then it took it took it took a toll on me for about 16 years wow. but then i had to brand myself again and come back into society okay good so and that's what brought you to doing what you do today Absolutely, because you learn from your own lessons. And when you learn from your own lessons, you have to portray it and teach it to others. And I believe all the lessons that everybody has, if they don't share it, they're at the losing end. Because many people's errors, mistakes, and good deeds go unforeseen. And I think I said, once we share that, once we do it, it never hurts. Somebody could just walk by and say, ah, he's full of BS. Or somebody can say, wow, that's a good one. I'd like to take that and use it. So that's what I utilize for my abilities. Okay, perfect. Perfect. I love that. You also, it's important to you to give back and, uh, you know, be charitable, volunteer and whatnot. Can you tell us a little bit about the things you do? Because I need so I'd, lo I'd love to. I'd love, you, you know, you're really... You're really soaking in, Randy. You're really getting inside of me now, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's so, the point. I want people to know you. Well, they want yeah. to know you like you and work with you. <laughs> so, so, so just to let you know, after my divorce, I went to a sincere, sincere or a, a really bad depression. I was three years depressed, three times suicidal. So it wasn't a good picture. I was, I was a basket case. But I came out of it. And after coming out of it, I realized, there's more than crying over somebody. Mm -hmm. There's more than crying over somebody. So I had to learn to love myself. And then I started to learn to love myself. And once I realized that I can love myself, and then that love, I can take a piece, a piece, a piece, and share with others, mm -hmm. I thought that was the value that I could give back for the hurt or the, or the injury that I suffered within. Beautiful. So I think it, it, it came out from hurt and came out to love. And I think that's a very important part of me. I love that. I love that. So love tell that. us a few of the ways that you give back to people. Or well, to actually, I, actually, I thank you for that because it's interesting because you, know, you never know your abilities, right? You never think that, ah, you have this talent. And I, I used to love to sing. I never, I never knew how to. I used to just love to sing because I was quite a lonely kid. When I was lonely, I couldn't do nothing but sing. So I sang. And then I used to start going around and singing at parties and somehow people started to trend to like my voice and I, 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 I would say I'm just a normal singing guy mm -hmm. but I didn't realize that I can imitate singers and when I realized that I can imitate singers I got oh I got something there that is an extra oof about me <laughs> and then I realized that I could even dance and I could even do other stuff and <laughs> this is pretty good so then I started to do small parties for people and then I started to reach out to people who need stuff for free. 
So I, I, I don't believe ever that I have charged anybody for my singing uh, performance because I just feel that there was a gift given to me and I sort of, I don't feel that there's a value of dollars put on it. There's a value of appreciation put on it, but not a dollar value. Right. And that's why I just, I, just, I just do that. So I do a lot of that. Uh, unfortunately, COVID is, has got us down a bit, but I used to do about seven, eight shows a year for different uh, organizations. I, I have done a lot of charitable events for people as well. In fact, I've, I've done some for you as well. But I've also done, I've also done a, a lot of uh, uh, philanthropic stuff about going, going and getting monies from different groups and spreading it to different groups. I've also done uh, a lot of silent auctions. I call them live silent auctions. So I'd get people to give items and then I'd auction, to the, auction it for the cause. For, like you, you have a beautiful cause coming up soon. And uh, I'm more than willing to be part of that. And I thank you for being making me part of your, your organization as well. Oh, we're so grateful to have you, Terrence. And, uh, you know, really looking forward to having you be part of the Toronto Women's Expo 10th anniversary. And hopefully we'll be having the live event September 30 and October 1st. So I look forward to that and having you there and participating. And yeah, I know you do so much. I mean, the list is so long. Those <laughs> are just like touching the scratching the surface of what you actually do for others and how you help people so i know you work on so many different charitable causes you work on different boards you work on different committees you are part like i don't even know how you spread yourself so thin but you know you're not even giving justice to the things that you do i know there's so many things in the background where you give of yourself and you know i know everybody i'm appreciative of it and i know so many others are as well and you. just help a lot of people so i know you're being you know humble there <laughs> and not really <laughs> telling the whole story but you really truly are a giving person you have a lot of gifts and uh you know thank you for actually you. sharing that with people i really appreciate that thanks a lot randy i just want to add that <clears throat> sometimes in life and please i want this for everybody to hear this everybody has so much value in within themselves mm -hmm. people are full of value unfortunately that value is taken away from them when somebody else tells them so right so when people tell you, oh, you're no good, I don't like your hairstyle, or you've put on weight, or you do these things, you know, they're doing it because they don't like the way you look. But the reality is they like the way you look, but they just don't like to say it to you. They'd rather reflect that reflection to make you feel hurt. And that's, I always believe that you have to say what your heart feels good about people. Mm -hmm. I walk around sometimes and I'll, I'll, I'll say, my God, this guy is so handsome. And then the lady next to me says, are you sure you're okay? You're not going both ways? <laughs> and I said, I said, no, I love beauty in every person. I love, I love everybody to be. And, and, and I didn't mention this, and I'd love to mention it, because this is another freebie that I give. And I, I shouldn't say freebie. It's a gift from God that I just pass on. And it's a gift from my grandmother that I just pass on. I'm just the passage of time. So what I do is I am a gifted facial reader, as you know, and I, I, I have the, the, the apparitions of reading people's faces from within. Okay. So that's why when I associate with people, uh, I know my gut says no, 
but I, my facial might say, oh, give that person a chance or whatever, and I'll do it. And I've helped people along the way to identify themselves from within. Okay. Uh, they've had private sessions with me, and I do not charge anything for it because it's a very personal thing. I am not licensed for it, but because I'm a gift, I just have a gift with it. And I do it along the pathway, and I've helped dozens or hundreds of people, I might say, that have just said thank you. And that's, for me, uh, more than any green dollar that can be put in my wallet. I love that. And I call that mental income. So yeah, that's what I should write that down. I'll steal that from. I'll steal that from you. <laughs> okay, lots of people want to steal it. It's good. I, I I'm good with that. But it's yeah, it's something that just makes you feel good, and you do it because it keeps making you feel good, right? And you know, it's it's so you're so right. I'm so sorry for interrupting, but you're so right. And along that pathway, uh, that that I have this gift, uh, I, I can I can see into the future. And I don't say this with any crazy stuff, like I'm not, uh, you know, uh, any, 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 any guru in that way. But I see things, I don't know why, like, uh, and when I saw like the space shuttle that exploded mm. a few years ago, that was my biggest sight. I saw it way before it did happen, hours before it happened. And I wrote it down and I was in bed and I was sweating. And I'm just, I'm just saying this, people think you're cuckoo when you start talking like this. <laughs> Right. But I, but I, I called. I stupid me. But I went and called the government. They called the the, the American government. And in those days, uh, there was a lot of people psychics, and uh, you know, I didn't get any response. And then when I got up in the morning and I saw the shuttle blow up, I had written this all down. Right. I had written everything down, the whole description of what was going to happen and when it happened. I cried for a week because I was I felt responsible for the death of all those astronauts. Right. Right. Well, yeah, don't ever internalize it that way. That's for sure. You know, oh, it hurt a lot, trust me. manifesting that. So, yeah, it's terrible. Terrible and a terrible burden to hold as well. Yeah. So do you have any suggestions or tips for people out there? Uh, it can have to do with anything, personal, professional. Are you talking about in these times or doesn't in, matter it can be these matter. times it can be any times i i would suggest quite a few things actually if you're if you're looking for them mm -hmm. but my best suggestion would be is uh, and i'm not going to get into religion i'm not going to get into that aspect of it because i think religion is all man-made i think you are religion and what you believe in is your religion so even though i was born roman catholic i am very spiritual today because when I look at the church and how the church has performed, I think I shouldn't have been born Catholic. I should have been born anything else but Catholic. But no disrespect to the church. I respect the church because that's where I was born. But I would say that we are, we are born in a space. We are born in a space that's been given by the divine being, whoever you might want to call him. And once you've inherited that space, in that space there is air. And once that air is given you to you to breathe in every morning when you should get up, you should always be grateful for that air. Mm. You should do three things in your life that I would suggest that are important. If I can remember it, you know, first thing you've got to get up in the morning when you breathe and you say, <clears throat> I'm alive, you know? So you've got to thank whoever you want to thank, but thank you for giving me that space to breathe in. Right. The second suggestion I would say uh, what you would try to do, especially in times like this, 
that you should go out from a distance if you have to or from a phone, just make three people happy, make them laugh, make them smile. Because if you do that, the world will be in a much happier place. Absolutely. And, unfortunately, and unfortunately, people are thinking that this COVID is a bad thing. I think this will open up many personalities. This will open up many meanings of life. This will show people that money is immaterial today. Mm-hmm. Today, I've been, I haven't driven my car for maybe six weeks. I've saved such a lot of money in gas, in time. And I appreciate that more than I would at the time when I was looking to have money for gas. Mm-hmm. So this is something important that people have to do. And the last thing that I might suggest, and that's going to be a very hard one, and I think it'll take me a lifetime to get it done or recognized. And that is that if we could do a little for somebody along this journey of ours and make sure that there are people being fed along our journey, at some point in time, if we can close our eyes before we say goodbye to this earth and feel that the earth has been fed by our humanity, I think that's the biggest blessing we have wherever we go. Love that. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So how can people work with you? How can they reach out to you? Well, like I said, I've got so many things going on. So, but first and foremost, I can give you my email. I can give you my number. And uh, the email is universaldestiny at gmail.com. I repeat that, universaldestiny at gmail.com. I'm getting another website coming up. And uh, once I get everything done, I will give you the website. Uh, my direct line is 416-898-9131. Uh, and so that could be, you could reach me for uh, multiple, you ask the questions and I'll give you the answers. If you want to know what else I, <laughs> what else I do, I will let you know. Uh, and uh, it shouldn't take long, but if you wish, if you have the time. I love that. Thank you so much, Terrence, for being on with me and sharing. You've given some really valuable information and I can't wait for people to reach out to you. <laughs> I thank you. I just, I just want to add, if, do I have time or is time run yeah, out? For sure. Okay. So just to let you know, besides the giving part of life, you know, everybody has to sustain their life in a bunch of areas. So I do do a bunch of things with a bunch of people. And I should say that I'm blessed because uh, it's just things that are happening in life. So I, I help people with the small businesses or the large medium businesses with the point of sales machines. I have all those. I have the best technology and I do it all. So I help out there. I, I don't own the company, but I help facilitate the business. So if anybody wants to reach out for that, more than welcome to. I'm also an event planner, as you know. I plan big events, small, large, medium, and I'd love to do that for people. Uh, I would be now charging. I didn't charge before. I always did this just for the love of doing things. I do that. I do do another thing for free initially, which is a 10-year tax review. So I help people with their taxes. If they need a tax review done, I'll do a 10-year tax review. I have a bunch of accountants. We have an algorithm system. We do it absolutely free. We don't charge for it. But if the client gets money, uh, they will, uh, then there will be a fee intended. Uh, my goodness, the list can go on. Uh, I do, uh, I, of course, networking is where I did all my beginning of my 
my, my speeches because a lot of companies came to me, 28 actually have come to me, and I've not only helped them with bringing their product into the country, but also defining uh, the business. So I do have one company that I'm associated with. They have a, a science technology. I know you might not like me to mention it <laughs> because I know networking is something that many no, people sort of don't like. Business. It's fine. But I, I, do, I do have the company and I only sat with the company because it's been 27 years in business, did a billion dollars, and it has an NTC technology that really suffices itself. And I'm happy for that. Uh, now, on the other side of the, the I, I don't know if you should call it humanitarian side, but, but the way things are going, I, I, I just have to change my whole diversion of thinking. So I have... A, a very uh, prominent friend who's actually the ex-deputy judge of Toronto for the last 24 years. Now he is a, a lawyer with five lawyers and three paralegals. And we do all, all law. If anybody wants any need, any help in law, he's very moderate and he does all of that. So that's another area that I work with. I also help immigration. If anybody's interested in immigration and they're, 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 they don't have the money and they're, they're, they have just enough to stabilize themselves. Uh, we're doing a different format in this country. What we're trying to do is we're trying to realize that people who come from third world countries, and I hate to say third world because sometimes they're more advanced than we are, but those people who come here are doctors and lawyers and accountants, and they do not come and qualify in our society to be doctors, lawyers, and accountants. Right. So we have a training platform or absolutely free for them mm -hmm. to integrate them into becoming lawyers uh, and getting back to their feet again so that they know at some point they can take an exam and they can be at balance with what our Canadian culture asks of us. Wow. So that's, some, that's something I have in place, and uh, I have the gentleman's name. I can just give you that if you like. His name is Mr. Jay Chohan, a close personal partner and friend of mine, and his number is – can I give that? Is that okay with you? If he's okay with that. I spoke to him prior, okay. so I just don't know if you're okay with it. Okay. Okay, 905-771-1235. And he also helps in every different way, and why I looped him in. But mm -hmm. nobody, it's not easy to loop an ex-judge in. <laughs> but why I got him in, because he's got extremely great knowledge. And I enjoy the knowledge. But most of all, I told him, I said, what are we doing for humans now? Because the, the race is going to suffer in a few months. So what we're doing is we are opening up an... You okay? Yeah. We're opening up an international barter company in Barbados. And we'll be taking care of all the islands in Barbados. We're also opening a national barter company in Canada. So we can help people who basically uh, do not have money or have run out of it to mm -hmm. buy products on barter and just a you know, small percentage, 5 or 7% on a cash format. So in that case, they have their money and they have their, what they need as their personal needs. Also, what we're doing with the international market is we're trying to create a new environment of crypto or environment of tokenizations mm -hmm. where people understand that even though if they don't have the cash, they can still live in society and live a nice life. They can still go to, uh, to Barbados and live there because they're, they're going to be on a barter system, which is going to be an elite member system where they can pay peanuts for a travel and enjoy the facilities where rich people enjoy it, sandals, 
So we're, we're, we're looping up with Sandals and a few other people. We're going up and we're going to Barbados. We're going to go into, into Panama, into Bahamas, into the Turks and Caicos, the Cayman Islands. And uh, my partner, who is already in Barbados, uh, Sandeep, is already in Cuba negotiating if they want to buy vehicles from us on barter. Wow. So <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a part and parcel. I also have something for the seniors. And, I, and I, by the way, I got permission uh, to mention this, and I just want to mention this, uh, that I have a, a partner of mine, an associate partner, because some products are licensed products and some products are not. Right. Um, and, and his name is uh, Stephen Lee. Uh, he's, he owns Newbridge Financing. I'm sure you're aware of that, uh, you know, Randy. He's the second highest mortgage lender. But what he's done is, and we've worked on this for about two or three years, he has worked on a program and the program is serving seniors how to downsize without selling their property. And you might want to talk to him because you're in the real estate business. And he's, I'm telling you, I've, I've known him for many, many years. He's one of the sweetest guys that I know on this planet. As honest, straight, and you know, that's a hard one to find in today's society, unfortunately. <laughs> I have to be critically honest, but you know, I've had my ups and downs with different people. And so he, he helps and serves seniors how to downsize without selling their property. He has another new program that's just been released, and it's called Mortgage Freedom 55. Mm -hmm. If you don't mind if I share the site, it's downsizefunding.com downsizefunding.com and it's Stephen Lee at 416-315-0398 that is his personal number so if you call him do take my name I'll get a little referral <laughs> thank you for being honest about that <laughs> absolutely <laughs> just last but not least uh, I just want to end with one more and that is a, a good friend of mine who works with me here he's the gentleman who actually owns SRP which is the POS system uh, his name is Mr. Khalil Ramal he's ex-MPP for Toronto for the last eight years and he has a, a good operation up in London. He's very well known in London. He knows over 35 or 37,000 people that are his followers. Uh, and he has come up with a, with a company called iTelemedic. He's had it for many, many years. And he furnishes all the pharmacies, 3,500 pharmacies across. And he also helps the doctors. They've got the latest uh, online uh, video conferencing. And that's helping doctors to engage with their patients without seeing them. Mm -hmm. So he has these special devices uh, and he installs them in, in, in a certain area that a patient can go and get all their treatment done by their preferred doctor. It's a booking system and he does that. Along with that, he has another company, which is EK Tech Solutions. And I'm also part of that. And we help small and medium businesses with the online booking. For instance, we know that times have changed. Uh, meeting people is virtually kind of impossible. So what we're doing is we're getting people to, to acquire the product at a very low cost. In fact, our, our cost also includes the POS systems. So if you have a small to medium business, you have a system. We have that, and that includes in that, and they can do the online booking, and they can do everything that they need uh, to get that done. Uh, his, his, his name is Khalil Ramal. His direct line is 226-700-1965. That's 
1965, Mr. Khalil Kamal. I think that's what I got for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I just had to spread it out. <laughs> so it's so funny, you guys, because when I asked Terrence what he does and he gave us this much, right? And then all of a sudden at the end, he remembers everything that he does. So, <laughs> yeah, but and you know why? You know why, Randy? Because I, when you started, I really thought we're, we're just going with the philanthropic side of it, you know, with my inside, like yeah, heart feelings. I'm all know? about you. All about you. So, thank you so much, Terrence, for sharing with us. I'm glad you were able to get in all the things that you do and that you wrote them down because I don't know how you would ever remember them. So, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> so much for that and for sharing with us and i can't wait to share this with everybody i really thank you and stay blessed really stay blessed thank one you. and all god bless you thank you so very much my dear thank you for listening to this interview hosted by randy goodman we hope you will take action and connect with the incredible business people and leaders in our community and remember randy is always here to answer any questions you have regarding your real estate needs be sure to register on the website and stay up to date on what's happening in your area at parkbench.com slash millpond.